Welcome to the Under the Influence podcast. You are live with your host, DJ Gerard, and today we've got an amazing guest, a seven-time national champion in surfing, is a pro surfer that's competing on the world stage, and has recently qualified for the Olympics. This man's from a surfing town called Raglan in New Zealand, so tune your ears in as we talk life with Billy Stearman. Just to get this podcast up and running on a good note, I definitely want to thank the listeners that are tuned in and have been listening to all the episodes that have been coming out. Thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Under the Influence Podcast. We are here with a special man at that. He's a professional surfer for New Zealand. He's a seven-time New Zealand national champion, competing in the professional surfing world stage. He's a, he's a part of the Olympic team now, too. He qualified for the Olympic team. He's from Raglan, just top-notch dude. Welcome to the show, Billy Stearman. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me. Look, man, uh, I know you're a surfer at that, and uh, I just wanted to just sort of, for the listeners, uh, just explain who you are, where you're from, bro, what you do. Uh, Yeah, well, my name's Billy Stearman, and I'm from Raglan, New Zealand. Um, Born and bred. I was born in Hamilton Hospital, but then came out to Raglan straight away. Uh, yeah, lived here ever since. I don't like to go too far from Raglan. <laughs> Pretty beautiful place. But um, yeah, I'm a professional surfer, seven times national champion, like you said, and I've provisionally qualified for the Olympic Games. So yeah, I've surfed since I was eight or nine year, years old. And here in Raglan, my dad used to put, take me down the beach and push me into little ways down the beach. And then, uh, you know, I've, I've got the love pretty pretty quickly. And moved on to Money Bay and the points. Um, dad, me and Dad would tandem out the points. I think when I was a when I was a young kid. So um, yeah, I, I found the love when I was young, and um, haven't looked back since. So uh, it was good to find something at a young age, especially here in Raglan. You know, there's um, not too much to do. You know, it's a small community, and uh, luckily we've got the mean waves. So I caught on to the surf bug, and um, yeah, just put my head down and did my best. Massive, bro. That's so cool. And at, at Raglan, at that, it's. It's such a cool lifestyle, eh, bro? Is there, has the lifestyle sort of affected the way of life for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, yeah, my like my dad has surfed here for years before, you know, I was born. And um, it's, it's a pretty surf culture town, you know. It's got the cool cafes and everyone yeah. that comes here always says it's got a pretty cool vibe. So, um, yeah, definitely living, growing up in Raglan, it's such a surf culture and a surfy town. Um, it was good for me. And, um, yeah, I was, I was stoked to grow up here. and. I think I, I, you know, growing and having all the time and practicing a lot um, definitely helped my, like, shape my career to what, where I am now. Bro, and what age did you sort of start at surfing? I started surfing when I was like eight or nine. Um, right. I, I skated from, yeah, I skated from when I was pretty young too. So um, I always loved board sports and, um, yeah, growing up in Ragland, you know, everyone surfs and you're kind of a part of it anyway. So I just jumped on board. Um, like who, obviously you've mentioned your dad. Who was your sort of mentors growing up in life and in general in life and in the surfing game as well? And yeah, I mean, um, dad obviously taught me. He taught me well. Um, he, he always used to drill it into me. Speed, power and flow. Son. Speed, <laughs> power and flow. And, uh, I got to a point he, he would like try and tell me from the beach or from the point like what ways to go and where to sit in the lineup. And I kind of got to a point I was like, dad, come on. Just let me be for a little bit. And then I, uh, yeah, you know, I started to learn the ocean a little bit more by myself. And yeah, I started loving competing and, and enjoying the water. And yeah, and, and then growing up, 
doing the juniors with a few um, Kiwi guys like Tim O'Connor and Ricardo and uh, Bucky Woods and, and a few of the few of the you know New Zealand talent and then on to the World Qualifying Series I had Ricardo and Jay Quinn um, and I always looked up to Maz and um, Daniel Kiriopa and all those guys so um, I had a, a lot of influence as, as a young age and I actually was pretty successful when I was young in New Zealand so I, I kind of had like I, I saw some victories and I kind of got hungry for some more you know so I wanted yeah, to travel sure. a little bit got sponsored as, at a young age as, of 13 so um, I got a, a lot of good opportunities and a lot of good people that supported me and, you know, kind of showed me the way. And later on in my career, I had Tommy Whitaker, who uh, worked for Oakley, who looked after me really, really well in the uh, World Qualifying Series. He was on the World Tour and, um, you know, had that experience. So it was good to um, get some knowledge off him and, and learn from him. And then, uh, yeah, the last couple of years, I've kind of almost been doing it by myself. And, um, yeah, it's been paying off. Bro, you're... I feel like you have got that competitive nature in you, eh, man? I feel like I feel like if we were, if we were to play like a game of Monopoly, you would be on the other side of the table going, man, I want to win. I want to win this. Yeah. It's, it just seems like to me you've just got this real competitive nature. Does that play a big sort of part in, in what you do, bro? Obviously. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm super competitive. If anything, like I play basketball. I, I like to skate. I play heaps of golf. Um, a snowboard, you know, and basketball, it's a, it's a bit different because it's a team sport, you know. Surfing's pretty, um, you know, uh, selfish, like, or, you know, you're doing it by yourself. But even in a team, I'm still, still super competitive, you know. I want our team to win or, you know. So, um, yeah, I think I've just always had that competitive nature. And us as, as Kiwis competitive, some of us, it's like sometimes we get a bit starstruck or, you know, scared of who we're up against. But for me, you know, you've got to um, beat the best to be the best. So I've always kind of, you know, taken that on board and, yeah, taking that with me. You know, and you're making history for New Zealand too in the surfing game because it's only just coming to the Olympics, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty fresh. For the, it's the first time, actually, in the Olympic Games. So it's all exciting and new for all of us. And I've got huge goals to, for the Olympics. Like, I want a medal at the Olympics, you know, bring hopefully chuck something over my neck and bring it home for New Zealand. And yeah, like you said, us as New Zealanders, we're quite humble and quite quiet at times. I think a lot of us are very talented and, and just need to believe in ourselves a little bit more. And obviously it's real hard to get support here in New Zealand because we're such a small little country. But yeah. at the same time, you know, there's not many of us. So we all support each other pretty well, I think. So yeah, yeah like I, I'm so competitive and I, I just think I heard someone say yesterday, they were like, oh yeah, I don't know if I should or shouldn't go. And I was thinking, well, if, you, if you're kind of thinking that, why, why, we, why are you doing it, really? You know, if, you, if you're not yeah. that hungry to win, yep. you should, I don't know, maybe try something else or, you know, or give it a crack and see how it goes. And then if it doesn't work out, then you've tried it, you know, so. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And for the kids out there, bro, like, how big is goal setting and, and that positive mindset? Yeah, I think goal setting um, is massive. I mean, before, um, I guess, the last two years, I kind of, I had a really good sponsor and I was getting paid pretty good and I was kind of just cruising along, you know, I, I kind of was getting paid really well and yeah. traveling the world and surfing, but that all came to a halt. And then I, lo I also lost my mother. So everything like kind of came down all at once. Yeah. So I kind of almost had to stay, um, start from scratch. So I, ha I set myself goals, you know, I, I had like I had to stay at home and get a job and, and, and like work myself up the rankings again and do the smaller events and, I set myself goals each like six months or two through a year and, 
and the past two years have probably been the most successful I've ever had. Setting goals, I think, is huge for me. Like, for instance, the World Surfing Games last year, which was the qualifier for the Olympics, I set myself the goal of actually getting that provisional spot. So um, I think if you put all your intentions and all your, you know, energy and everything into what you believe in and what you believe you can achieve i think you can really achieve it and you're a prime example of that my friend definitely definitely so man definitely does billy have any other talents other than surfing Ooh. any um, are you i reckon you might be a good dancer you what do you reckon i can't dance nah like i say i like to play heaps of sports um I like to throw a basketball around, even though I'm freaking five foot two or whatever I am now, five foot seven. Um, I like to play basketball on a team and I like to hit a golf ball. I'm not that very good, but I like to skate. I don't know if you see my Instagrams. So I like to skate a lot. And yeah, I just started playing guitar. I'm not that good, but I'm learning something every day. You know, I've used this lockdown as a learning curve and I've been training and trying to learn stuff every day. Yeah, I see you dropping in those pipes, mate. I see you dropping in those pipes. <laughs> <laughs> um, For you, man, how how effective is traveling on the mindset and broadening yeah. the mind? Yeah, um, I, I actually enjoy um, traveling. It is quite lonely at times. You know, everyone thinks us as servers, we get to travel the world and go to all these amazing spots, which we do. And I'm very thankful for the job I do have. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm living my dream. But there's a lot of downtime in the airport. The airport's pretty much my second home. Um, <laughs> we have layovers, we have camp- we have layovers, cancelled flights, overweight baggage, you know, lugging surfboards around through the airports, through train stations, taxis, whatever, to get to your hotel. And then you've got a week to spend there and then you kind of got to move on to the next comp. So you're not really settled that much. But I love travelling, you know. It's always refreshing to kind of go see the world and, and then come back to New Zealand. Like, I think New Zealand's the most beautiful country in the world by far. Yep. So it's good to, like, go see what else is out there and then... um come back and, and realize you actually live in the in the best place in the world yeah man obviously so i mean it's something that i want to do is travel i've i've traveled quite a lot but i feel like traveling sort of broadens the mind and yeah uh, for me being stuck in new zealand away from everything it's sort of like oh it's just new zealand but you know yeah. i think if a lot of people from new zealand younger people just emphasize traveling can do a lot for your psyche um yeah and and yeah that, that, it's um Really, really good for the mind to just travel, really, eh? Yeah, I think like I, th- I think you learn a lot traveling, especially by yourself. You kind of, um, you, I guess you need to grow up and kind of make yeah. your own decisions. Yeah. Like, I don't know, renting a car or, or renting a house or getting from one place to another by yourself, you know? You kind of, uh, you, yeah, you, you grow up pretty quickly and I, I learned that as a young age and um, it's helped me out a lot for sure. For people out there that are getting into surfing, um, you know what? What sort of what sort of effects does it, will it have for them, man? Like in in regards to surfing, if they wanted to get into it, you know, how could it help them? Yeah, um, I think mentally it will help a lot. A lot of people like to, you know, it's it's off the land. It's it's something totally different. It's not really predictable. Um, the feeling of actually standing up on a wave and you know riding along and kind of figuring figuring out how to turn the board and how the, how the waves come in and you're reading waves in the ocean and stuff i think it's very uh uh soothing i guess and refreshing um i love to go get in the ocean as much as i can um yeah i don't know i, I 
yeah, I've done it forever. So it's, it's you know, it's just a, it's a normal day, everyday thing for me now. So, um, yeah, I, I, I actually have done lessons before that people that don't stand up and you see their faces and they're just so happy when they first stand up on the, on the big mouths down the beach and they just catch the bug straight away. You know, you spend two hours in the water and you're just knackered standing up every now and then and falling off and getting hit by the waves and, um, yeah, I think it's a it's an amazing sport, and like like I said, the unpredictability of the ocean is is very powerful and um, enjoyable as well. So yeah, I just love the ocean so much. Like we go to Hawaii and uh, all these places, and it's so powerful over there. You know, big open ocean swells, and um, every now getting a beating is actually pretty fun every now and then. Uh, <laughs> wakes the body up, wakes the mind up, and like, oh, okay, this is pretty powerful. And then once you pass that, you kind of got a bit more confidence and. You can push yourself a little bit more. So, yeah, I really love surfing and, and the ocean. Man, this is probably a question that all surfers get asked. They're probably like, oh, I'm sick of this question. But what's, <laughs> what's, the, what's the most amazingest wave you've ever surfed, bro? Other than, other most, than uh, Wainui. <laughs> um, far out. That, yeah, that is, it's always a hard question because there's so many good waves in the world. Uh, Indonesia's got really good waves. I think Hawaii's amazing. Um, just because it's it's so there's so many waves and it's so big and powerful and um, unpredictable and you're riding huge boards you know that you don't normally ride and uh, and Hawaii just in general is a beautiful place it reminds me of heaps of home but like yeah you go to Europe there's amazing waves there's yeah there's just places everywhere Gold Coast is really fun it just I guess depends on what you like preferably and um, what you enjoy uh, a lot of big wave surfers out there you know they go to American Mavericks and um, Jaws in Hawaii and that's kind of not my area so I'll kind of stick to the uh, you know the three four footers and the odd big one here and there but, um, <laughs> yeah I, I like I try and take everywhere I go I try and make the most of it any conditions even if it's windy and small or you know big and, and clean um, I try and enjoy all the surfs I get because uh, yeah you never know what's going to happen and got to make the most of it i guess no oh, that's cool man and how how can new zealanders kiwis help you to sort of you know push forward to the olympics and stuff like that brother like how can we support you instagram how can we follow you yeah uh obviously i got instagram um it's just billy stammon a facebook page i actually got tiktok i'm not very good on that but we <laughs> <laughs> got it It's pretty funny to scroll on that. Yeah, I think Surfing New Zealand has actually started up some uh, a thing online um, that can help support our team. So we've got, uh, I guess, a top elite team at the moment, which is myself, Ricardo, Kehu Butler, and Elliot. And then um, I think for females, which is uh, Ella, Paige, Raiha, and Safi, maybe. But yeah. Um, yeah, Surfing New Zealand, have I think they've got a few sponsors on board and I think you can kind of help out and, you know, help our um, process to the Olympics. Man, New Zealand, get behind these, these surfers, man, because, you know, we could be coming out with quite a few medals here. So definitely, yeah. definitely. So support our surfers in regards to the Olympics and, and, and support Billy at that. Follow his journey, man. He's got, he's got some cool stuff on his Instagram. He's a real <laughs> out there and adventurous type person. So definitely. Yeah. So definitely. Um, bro. I appreciate you all the talk that you just had just then. We're going to get into some fun now. Get into some quiz time, brother. 
Oh, crap. Oh, no. Quiz time, baby. Quiz time. (laughs) All right, this is Under the Influence, and we're about to get into quiz time with Billy Stearman. All right, baked beans or spaghetti, brother? Oh, I think I'm a bit of a spaghetti guy, eh? (laughs) Cheese and spaghetti toasties, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pineapple on pizza or no pineapple on pizza? Uh, I'm not too fussy about the pineapple thing, but uh, I'm a bit of a meat lover's guy myself. Oh, yeah, so meat all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Osiris or Vans, bro? Oh, uh, I've actually got a shoe sponsor, Reef, so preferably uh, Reef. <laughs> oh, Reef. Oh, shout out to Reef, man. Sorry about that. I was just about to say Reef on the end of that. No, that's too. all right. <laughs> shout out to Reef. Shout out to the sponsor. <laughs> Okay, bro, this is a cool one. If you had to spend isolation for two years with Maz Quinn, Daniel Kiriopa, or Ricardo Christie, who would it be, bro? Oh, that's a good question. Two years. Far out. Two years, bro, um, two years. Probably Ricardo. I've, um, yeah, he's we've, cool, We've travelled a lot. Yeah, we've travelled a lot together, and he's like, my big bro, we always call each other big bro and little bro on tour, and um, we've had a lot of success together, and we know each other pretty well. So, I'd probably uh, two years is a long time. We'd probably get over each other by then. How hell with Ricardo and then back to DK. Ricardo, he's quite a uh, adventurous type guy. Is he? Does he live in New Zealand, bro? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, currently based in Gizzy. He spent a, a bit of time over on the Gold Coast for a while uh, with his family and just trying to get on the tour and it, and it kind of paid off. So um, I think he's back. Yeah. He's back in Gizzy now. Uh, he's got the family down there. He just had a kid like a year ago. Um, yeah. He's doing pretty well. Wicked man. Wicked. And he's had yeah. sort of played a sort of a part as a, a big brother type for you. Yeah, for sure. Like when I first started going from the pro juniors to the um, world qualifying series, Jay had done it for a couple of years and Ricardo had done it for a year or two as well. So, um, luckily for me, we we uh, all kind of started traveling together. We started Suitcase Surfers, which is like a an online website kind of showing what we were up to on the on the world tour. And yeah, we we actually had a really successful year. The first year I came on, like we were getting finals. I won I won a six thousand uh, six thousand QS, and I think um, Jay and Ricardo were making finals, and we had a really good Euro League. And um, yeah, it was just good. You know, it was good to get us Kiwis together, you know, you, there's not many of us that kind of can do the comp, so it was good to get together, and it paid off, and we all um, did pretty pretty well that year, it was awesome. Massive, massive shout out to uh, Ricardo Christie, bro, you're a legend, <laughs> Daniel K, you too, brother, oh, also, Maz <laughs> Quinn, the legend yeah. himself, bro, Legends. Mochaccino or Cappuccino? Oh, uh, I'll have to go with a bit of Mochaccino, I think. Oh, no. No. Oh man. no. With the sugar, with the sugar. Yeah, I like it. I like it pretty sweet, bro. Oh, you're sweet man, eh? Sweet man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Lamborghini or Ferrari, bro? Skoda. Ah, uh, Skoda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to Skoda I, too. Definitely yeah, so. Yeah. Shout out to Skoda. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Skoda and they've sort of helped you. They're they're a part of your sponsors too, eh, bro? Yeah, for sure. Um, the guy, the guys up at Crap Skoda and um, Newmarket there, they 
um, yeah, like what I was doing and kind of jumped on my journey and I'm so thankful for them. I got a, a new car that I can travel around New Zealand, you know, uh, show people how mean the wheels are. Yeah, and, uh, chase some waves around NZ. I've seen you giving it a bit of a wash and, uh, yeah. man, cool little, cool I've little never, I don't think I've ever washed something so much, eh? It's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> They're quite technological, those scooters, eh? Pretty Flash, like I said, old cramping from that to that is just like, oh, luxury. I kind of just go out there and sit in it, just hang out in it. Cats or dogs, bro? Cats or dogs? Dogs. Uh, we've we've got a, a dog named Obi. He's like a pit bull, lab, staffy kind of mix. And um, yeah, he's like four years old. He's like my best mate. <laughs> yeah, hard. All right, bro. That sort of concludes us. How can people follow you, bro? What's what, what's your name on Insta and Facebook? How can they just follow your journey, man? Yeah, I think all my platforms are just the same. Billy Stearman, my full name. Um, Instagram's probably my most. Uh, I update and, and kind of let people know what I'm up to and kind of, ha- ha- you know, follow my journey on Instagram's probably the best. I, I do the odd TikTok, Facebook page. Um, yep. I've got an athlete page, so I kind of keep that up to date as well. And um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm a part of this TikTok craze too now. Everyone got into it in the lockdown, eh? Everyone's yeah, like, hard. Oh, got something to do now. Got time to do it. <laughs> uh, bro, you want to say a shout out to all your sponsors, man? Yeah, shout out to all my sponsors. Um, Backdoor, Curve, Sharp. I've got a few Sharp Eye. Uh, Southwest surfboards have been making me board main boards for a while now. Um, live vision, uh, reef shoes, skull candy, six wax, skull candy. You got the old skull yeah. candies, bro. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, very thankful for my sponsors. Actually, they've looked after me and um, you know supported me for a while now. And without them, I kind of you know. I probably wouldn't be able to travel and, and kind of compete and do what I love. So, yeah, many thanks to them. And also all the supporters out there, you know. It's mean to get in contact or get messages from people, you know, that follow my journey. And um, hopefully I'm doing a good job and, um, you know, letting you all in on a bit of insight and hopefully follow my journey to the, you know, Olympic Games and hopefully onto the World Tour. Nah, I appreciate what you've um, done for, for the community and surfing, bro, New Zealand in general, and just the way you're leading and that man for New Zealand, um, for people to look up to, you know, you're living a great lifestyle, man. And that's something that everybody should really, really look up to, to, you know, move towards a healthy lifestyle, living the dream, traveling, surfing, get behind our boy in the Olympics, man, follow him. Um, and just solidly just thank you so very much for coming on the show. Um, yeah, this is the Under the uh, Influence podcast episode two with Billy Stearman. Thanks, Have a bro. great day. Man. Have a great day, man. Thanks for having me, eh? No, All the best, it, brother. Man. Appreciate it, man. Put the episode. Definitely, definitely give us a like. Subscribe to us, a review. We thank you so very much for listening in. Shout out to Billy Stearman. Such a good dude.